Hello and welcome to Chaplain's Word of the Day. I'm Chaplain Otis Corbett and I invite you to come along with me as we explore God's Word so that we can be inspired, challenged, and comforted together. Hello, I'm Otis Corbett. And today I want to share a word about getting more than you bargained for as I comment on Luke chapter 3 verses 15 through 17 and verses 21 and 22. Now, this scripture reads, As the people were filled with expectation and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John, whether he might be the Messiah, John answered all of them saying, I baptize you with water, but the one who is more powerful than I is coming. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his granary. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Now when all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove, and a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. You know, sometimes people get more than they bargain for. I think this is the case of what we see here in this story of the baptism of Jesus. It, sometimes we do get more than what we bargain for. I'm, I'm remembering our uh, Teddy, our chocolate Labrador dog, who when he was a puppy decided to get up in the face of Oreo, one of our mama goats, and he was barking as dogs do when they want to intimidate another animal. Uh, but he discovered that he had made a mistake when she, as goats do, launched herself at him horns first, head first, and knocked him sideways several feet. Do uh, goats have this amazing ability to, to project power over very short distances, and he found that out. So he decided to leave Oreo alone after that. I have to believe that the people who gathered at the river to inquire of John about the Messiah had no idea what they were about to see and hear. They were about to get more than they bargained for because from the time of Adam and Eve, people have been caught off guard by God again and again. And it seems to me as, this, as if the baptism of Jesus is one of those occasions. Because what happened here is that the people talking to John found out that the Messiah was more than John. John was a remarkable man. He had a remarkable ministry. His birth, like Jesus, was eagerly awaited and it involved the hand of God. But John was not the Messiah. He was not born of a virgin. And they may not have been ready to hear John say what he was about to say because they'd been so blessed by his ministry. So he gave them two concrete examples of the superiority of the Messiah. First, he said that the Messiah would give people spiritual power by sending God's Spirit upon them. You know, people as a species, we, we are talented and, 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 and we are intelligent. We're the highest form of God's creation, but we are also spiritually weak and addicted to our sin. Power from the Messiah is the only hope that humanity has to overcome our frailty and our sin. And John could only call them to repentance, but the Messiah would give them the power to repent. 
Now, the second thing John said was this. He said, I'm a mere mortal. As dynamic a preacher as I am, and as much as I have denied myself to serve God, he was saying, I am just like everyone else gathered at the river. Like everyone else gathered at the river that day, John was acutely aware that his righteousness was as filthy rags before God. He, like everyone else at the river that day except Jesus, was a sinner in need of a Savior. So the people at, that gathered at the river knew John and followed John, and they trusted John, but John was not enough. They too needed a Savior. They needed a Savior that John was not and could never be. Next we see that uh, the Messiah is more than a miracle worker. One part of this passage that we often overlook is John's description of Jesus as a farmer who separates the wheat from the tares, the wheat from the chaff. Because the, righteous, the, because the Messiah is righteous, he has the authority to do this. Because the Messiah is spiritually powerful, he has the ability to do this. Because he is a steward to his father, he had the responsibility to do this. Many people came to Jesus during his ministry seeking a miracle for entertainment. Others came to resolve a crisis in their lives. Now Jesus did help people. But his priority was not to heal physical wounds, but to heal spiritual wounds. His priority was not to make our lives more comfortable, but to transform our lives and make them new. This requires a spiritual winnowing that can be compared to the way a farmer discards the tares in the wheat and keeps the wheat, or how a smith refines silver by burning away the dross. The Messiah was more than a miracle worker. He was a purifying agent for humanity. John also showed that the uh, Messiah is more than meets the eye. See, when Jesus came to John for baptism, other passages of Scripture record that nobody paid much attention to Jesus. The only one who recognized him was John. To other people, he was an ordinary Jewish man with nothing visible to mark him as different, holy, set apart with a specific mission. Only John recognized him, and he tried to prevent Jesus from being baptized because he knew that Jesus was sinless. He had no reason to repent. Jesus, however, knew that there was one more reason to be baptized than to repent from sin. He needed to be obedient to his Father and to fulfill all righteousness. When Jesus came up from the water, God the Father affirmed him visibly and audibly. And that must have been an amazing event. It must have been an amazing sight for people who had gathered there and had taken Jesus for granted. The Bible tells us that those who take Jesus for granted did so at their own peril. He was so much more than what could be seen on the outside. And the same is still true today. So, in conclusion, John and his followers got much more than they bargained for on the day that Jesus was baptized. They met the Messiah face to face, and He was not what they expected. Their expectations were not important, however, because the Messiah didn't bring them what they expected, but what they needed. And He does the same thing for us 
today if we would just let Him. Thanks for listening. I'll be back soon with another portion of God's Word that we can consider together. Every blessing, I'm Chaplain Otis Corbett. Thank you.